Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Entrepreneurial Impact. I'm Dave Donaldson here with my associate, Joe Martin. And today we have Senior Vice President from Pruitt Title, Wade Vander Mullen. Wade, welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, Glad to be here. It's always interesting and when we have people on the show. Like It's like six degrees of separation a lot of times for me, like the whole Kevin Bacon thing, right? So I moved from Arizona 12 years ago. Wade, you moved from Arizona how long ago? It's 12 right? years it ago, yeah. June or July, 12 years ago. Like I think we figured out at one point it was yep. almost on the exact same day. He was in title. I was in real estate. And we had not met each other until we relocated from Arizona to here. It's funny. Yeah, One that's of those true. Weird little things. Joe's like, why does this matter? Because it does, Joe. It just does. Uh, man, I was starting to love Virginia, and then you guys came out here and tried <laughs> Arizona. Now Come I'm, on now. My, uh, I'm trying to regret my decision to live here, though. Well, Arizona um, love. It's changed a lot in 12 years, I tell you what. For the good. Yeah. That's well, listen, Wade, I appreciate you joining us today. And what we really want to do is kind of focus on, which is right in your wheelhouse. And people say, well, why are they bringing on a senior vice president of development from a title company to talk about marketing and social media? So let's kind of give everybody a little bit of background about where, what your niche is and how you got into that and why are you coming at it from the angle that you want? Sure. So, um, yeah, so I've been in title since 2005. I was in Phoenix for seven years and uh, I moved to the D.C. area in 2012. I'd met my wife on a trip to Las Vegas. Great story. And she lived in uh, D.C. I was so why I moved here. Um, and when I moved here, I built a website, dctitleguide.com and started a YouTube channel and really started to dive into, you know, a way one to rebrand myself, but also what 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 can my value proposition be to agents is let's teach them how to be good at or inform them on what they can be good at the thing that they're not good at right websites video youtube social right because agents mostly aren't good marketers you know because they can't, they got into real estate they got it they passed their license they joined a brokerage and they're learning how to lead generate and 8 by 8 12 by 12 and all the stuff right CRM then all of a sudden they're like, oh no, I have to like market myself and create a brand and learn technology and like fight for eyeballs. And it's like, yeah. So uh, I've been doing that for a very long time. Uh, I've written for Inman.com, like, I don't know, 15 articles. I write for Nova Real Producers Magazine, DC Real Producers Magazine, and got hundreds of videos on YouTube. And I talk to people all, all over the United States all the time. I just sent an email to a guy in actually Peoria, Arizona, before I hopped on here because he wanted to chat and he hit me up on YouTube from YouTube yesterday. So um, it works. And so my, my value prop to agents is let me teach you how to make it work for you so that you can be the mayor of your farm or the mayor of your area, or you can get the eyeballs and you can get the online leads that convert into actual clients who buy and sell houses, right? And you can create those extra funnels outside of, I only get business by referral. Right. You got to be relevant. Otherwise. So we'll just kind of stop there and let everybody know that he only wrote the good articles for Inman, first and foremost. Right. <laughs> kid, we kid, right. we kid. But, That's right. You, you said something interesting that I'm going to bring back to you. You brought up value proposition. So two questions. What's your value proposition to agents based on marketing? And then the caveat off of that one's going to be like, what is the value proposition? Why is it so hard for agents to articulate? 
Well, my value proposition is I actually do the things that I teach them. So it's not like I can say to you, hey, you should be on social or you should shoot videos. Like I do it. I've done it. I know the steps to create the success. I know how to get people to reach out or what that looks like or how to get Google to rank content, blogs, videos in searches, the steps to make that happen. So my value proposition is I can I teach this to agents uh, and I don't I don't and I don't cost anything. Right. So if you went out and hired a company and said, hey, look, can you teach me all this stuff or do it for me? They charge you an arm and a leg. And so I say, hey, look, I can come out and teach you and show you and walk your team through it or help you with it. And I don't cost you anything other than when you get an opportunity to direct a contract, it says prove a title on it. If you can, I'd love to, to do that. And to your, to, your, to your second point, why is it hard for agents? Well, I, in reality, I think part of it is, is because it's not, it's not money in, money out, right? Hey, look, you pay money to Zillow, I got leads, right? YouTube is a long game. It takes time right? You have to learn how to do some stuff, right? Writing content on, on a website is not everyone's forte. They don't want to do it. Uh, and you'd be surprised you get people out there that are like, I don't like to be on camera. Like, I don't want to be in front of people like in, in that way, but they, they're happy to be in front of people face to face. But what I try to convey to them is like, look, these are online conversations that lead to offline relationships. Like if you want to go, I'll, I'll go fishing with you on a boat. You can have the best fishing line in the world. I'll, I'll have a massive net. We'll see who catches more. And that's what I try to convey to them that when you're in a market, especially one like this, where you're really fighting for eyeballs to get more transactions. You have to be relevant and credible other places with new people who don't know you exist previously. Right. And that's how you expand your world to get more buyers and sellers outside of the 50 people in your CRM who are most likely to refer you who don't have referrals for you today. Yeah. You're, you're making a really good point that I think most agents don't recognize is that <clears throat> they don't actually have a value proposition. So like when they start to try to do marketing, if you don't have a value proposition, you actually don't know what your like parameters of value are. So like even before you go into like the marketing tactical, like when agents talk about, I need to market, I need to be better at eyeballs, social media, whatever you want to call it they missing a key step of like, what is your unique value proposition? Because if you can just access MLS and open some doors and do a search for me, like that's, if that's really your value proposition, like that's a problem, which I thought was just very insightful for you to start with what's your value proposition, because that's actually going to tell you something that's uniquely def defining for you in the market so that someone actually thinks of real estate, they think of you as opposed to anybody, the other 35,000 licensed real estate agents in the state of Virginia. Yeah. I mean, and you wonder why there's commission compression, right? You have, you, you, listen, you, have, a, you have an agent who's 50, who's selling a, a someone's home who's 30, and the person who's 30 is like, look, they're, I mean, they're going to start asking you questions like, how many Instagram followers do you have? How many, how many people are you connected to on LinkedIn? Do you have a YouTube channel? Because they're going to be like, I have a YouTube channel. I have 5,000 Instagram followers. Like, I could probably market my property better than you can outside of the MLS. So how about I ask you to list it for 2% because I'll cover the 1% with my own marketing tactics that you don't know how to do. Like it's going to come into like things like that. So even from a standpoint of like, you don't need to be a social media guru, but you have to be relevant and able to show the people that you're marketing to that, Hey, look, I, I can market your property. Well, I can get more eyeballs to it. I mean, whenever I see an agent, and this isn't always true, but whenever I see an agent asking a seller to lower their price, which it may be overpriced, but also are you marketing it correctly to get enough people to see it? Maybe that's also why you're not getting enough people through the door, not getting contract offers. So, I mean, it could be it's overpriced, but it also could be that. So 
to your point, yeah, I mean, that's why Open Door and some of these other companies have become relevant because they're like, well, we'll just try to cut out the agent because they don't have a value proposition other than putting it in the MLS. So part of what I try to teach them is you got to create one because you're going to have to sell it even harder to sellers coming up, right? Uh, so that you don't have to be fighting for your commission. You know, there's an interesting component to this. I mean, think about where we are now. I mean, 2012, we moved here. We were getting into social media, right? 2007 is really when kind of Facebook kind of came online. And it has changed so much over the last 10 years, not alone just that platform, you know, Instagram and TikTok and everything else that's around it. To me, when I see a lot of these things and I hear the, well, I'm, I'm a referral-based agent or I'm a sphere-based agent. I get in front of my consumers. That is such a mindset and limiting belief, right? We can go with the platitude there. But it really is, to me, it's a scarcity mindset around that they haven't applied themselves to how to use the tools and understand the value of how to be where their actual consumers are in front of them on a regular basis, right? And have that face-to-face -face conversation to a larger audience, right? So how do we get them in the mindset of going, go where your people are, right? And stop worrying about what you think. I act, it's funny, I taught a class this morning on YouTube and one of the agents was talking about like, he's like, well, I don't do that and I don't do this. And I'm like, you're not marketing to yourself, right? You're marketing to other people. So you have to put yourself in the shoes of other consumers and how they respond to marketing. So I, I told him, I said, listen, I'll give you a little tip. If you're going to send out direct mail marketing to your farm or wherever else, don't try to convert someone on a postcard. Send them a large QR code on the postcard and have it say, scan me. And then the back of the card is your information. Don't say anything else. People are going to have FOMO and they're going to scan that card. And guess where it should take them to a video of you saying, hey, look, if, you, if you're watching this video, you scan my postcard because you live in XYZ subdivision and blah, 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 whatever you want to say, let me introduce myself to you. And they're going to watch your video. People are going to respond to that. That's going to convert. Like that's, that's why it's important. Like you have to join the party, even if you're not a party goer, you know, because the one thing that's constant in our world is how people respond to marketing and things change all the time, right? So, you know, when I got into the title, there was no Facebook, there was no Instagram, there was no YouTube. 2005, I had to, I had to, you know, you're, you were in Arizona, I had to call agents directly, or I had to drive by your Keller Williams office and be like, is David there? Oh, I know what car he drives. And I knew what car you drove. So then I would, I would, I would, I would have to go in the office and come knock on your door and be like, hey, David, it's Wade. How you now I have a million ways to get in front of the agents who I want to get in front of and talk to them and vice versa that I don't have to necessarily do that. And agents need to embrace that, knowing what is available to them versus what what used to be what it used to be like. You know, you, you had said, you know, they're scared of what they look like. Or they're, they're not. They always tell themselves they don't know what to say. I'm like, you actually do know what to say. You're just overthinking it too much. And again, previous to the streamlined services that we have now, the ability to have a a small studio at the, in our hands with a camera, right? It's, it's easier now more than ever to just kind of record a video of yourself, which I think is so much better than a professionally polished video, right? That can, in the moment, either a, a market of the moment, walking through a quick property, quick tips because interest rates or news, whatever just hit to kind of get out to the audience, it's them and it's real. And they miss that and don't understand that. And they overthink production. I agree. Yeah. I mean, again, when I'm teaching YouTube, like, do all my videos have to be professionally done? Absolutely not. Like people, I mean, the best way for someone to get to know you is to be you, right? Just be you. You know, when someone calls me, 
for coaching or whatever else. They'll be like, oh, you sound and act like you do on the videos. I'm like, yeah, because I'm just shooting a video in my little studio at my office. I'm not, it's not professionally done. And I want you to get to know me as me. And if I can get you to convert in that way, I'm home free, right? Versus you have a professional video and you come across a certain way and then they get you on the phone and they're like, oh, that's not what I thought you were like. And then that maybe it doesn't convert. So yeah, you wanna make it real, you wanna be genuine. And when agents say they don't know what to say, that's crazy because it's real estate. There's a million things to talk about all the time, right? Almost well, daily. It, it's crazy because whether it's the title company that you partner with or the lender that you partner with, you guys are sending out market stats. They have market stats from the MLS. They have market stats all over the place. They're the market expert. Start there. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I tell I tell realtors you can be the you can be the uh, you know the the star of your audience, right? Your audience could only be a hundred people, but who cares if you're if you're the celebrity of your audience. Right. I got 100 YouTube subscribers and now everyone thinks I'm great. OK, well, good. You're going to get then you're going to get business out of that because people are going to like come to you for that thing that you're good at. So you, you don't need to have a million subscribers. You see to have the right people who are buying into what you're saying, who think you're credible and valuable because you are. And then you're going to get get business out of it or opportunities at business you wouldn't have previously. That's for sure. So your value proposition was helping agents market themselves and like that's how you built your book of business as far as title goes. So let me ask you this question. If you were to say like, here's my three steps to like, if you've never marketed before, here's the three steps that I would recommend doing is usually it's like, okay, you have platforms and whatnot, but like, how do I articulate like a call to action or something that's going to catch attention to then put mind share of that, like me into the like heads of all the people that follow me. So like, I guess well, that's my question is okay. like, what would you say is like the recommended way to gain mind share? Because that's actually what you're shooting for with constantly putting out content. Yeah. So first thing is have a really good CRM that you use, that you actually use. Okay. Get all your people in there. Okay. Make sure you're putting people in there. They're in there. They're ranked. They're sorted. Everything. Then go, go to the, everything that's free. You got Facebook. Of course you have Instagram, right? Follow people that are in your database. Get them to follow you back, friend request them, et cetera. Connect with them on LinkedIn. LinkedIn's underrated, by the way. Uh, connect with them on LinkedIn. So you have social. You can post videos. You can post content. That's easy. Okay. The next thing would be if you would go outside of that would be to start a YouTube channel. It's free. Okay. It doesn't cost anything to do it. You have a phone. You can shoot videos. You can even invest in a camera. It doesn't cost that much. It's a tax write-off for you anyway. You're a realtor. So then you start creating content. With the CRM that you're using, push out your content to the people in your database. Hey guys, I just shot a brand new video about, you know, what, what to expect for spring market. My, 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 my top three predictions for spring market, whatever it is, send that out. Obviously on the video, you have calls to action. Hey, you want to set up a consultation, you need a free, you know, uh, CMA, email me, connect with me, subscribe to my channel, whatever it is, calls to action to get people to do more stuff. Those are all things that are free, that are easy to do to get, that get, get you and keeps you in front of those people versus, Hey, I send out a newsletter every month that you have to mail that costs money that people don't even look at probably anyway. And you're not following up on to see if they even got it right. It's a check-in point. So, which is, that's a tip by the way, follow up. Uh, Unless you're in Arizona, then news newsletters actually in physical content actually matter because it's a retirement area, right? Well, it is. Well, there, yeah. If you're in South Chandler, uh, if you're over in Peoria like, or sun, yeah. There Sorry, I just put in a, one of those like, monotone digs. I apologize, but I figured I'd give it to you guys from Arizona. But, but anyway, but what, continue. What are, 
Yeah, one of those communities where you're driving around the golf court everywhere. Uh, yeah, the villages. I got it. Yeah, they, that exists there. Sun City West. Yep. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the next step. Then the, the next step after that is, which is the a, 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 a cost money step, but that you don't have to do this right away, is then you get a website that's actually yours, that you own, that you control. Uh, nothing against KW, nothing against any real estate brokerage, but I'm always a proponent of owning your own website because you want to own your business and you want to control it at all times. Uh, and then do that, then you can use that to create online other content that ranks. So, uh, but first that's what I would do. CRM, social, YouTube, friend, follow, push out content. You got to syndicate it. You got to push it out so you can stay in front of people and get them connected to you. I tell all my agents, if you're doing, if you're doing your client appreciation events, like, you know, halfway through stop, thank everybody. Be like, Hey, pull out your phones. Do you, do you guys follow me on Instagram? Right. My handle is X. I want to make sure everybody starts following me. Just sit there until all the follows start coming. And get those people connected to you so they're connected to you outside of that event all the time. And you just made them sticky. So now you're getting free content and free information in front of them 24 hours a day, anytime you want. I think you're on mute, David. Well, I'll ask a separate question as Dave has technical difficulties. I understand it's tough when you get out of the villages. Um, so my only, uh, I guess the next question would be is anytime that I'm working with agents, it's that usually they don't know what to say. So they're like, okay, if you get past the camera, I don't like to hear my, it's normally like, well, I'll do it, but I don't know what to say. So what's like your three easy tips on like either a call to action or opening or how do you, how do you create, I guess, that value of your expertise in a fun loving way that gets people to remember you, but also makes it so that you're constantly putting out content that's not stale in a simplistic right. way without me. Cause I always look at it. If it takes me more than five seconds to think about it, I'm probably not going to do it. Right. Well, for the agents who don't know what to say, I mean, there's teleprompter apps, you know, you can use a teleprompter. When I shoot my videos, I don't do that. I, what I do is I literally write on a piece of paper, all my talking points, right? Like these like three or four talking points and a call to action. But I like to sometimes, especially you're an agent, like start off the video by asking a question. Hey, are you thinking about buying a home in spring that not sure if you're going to get the property you really want because of low inventory? And then all of a sudden go into the solution to the question you just asked, right? So then create your talking points. So, I mean, first off, if I asked you that or asked any agent that question, they should be able to give me some answer on that. Here's what I hear. Here's what my, because the reason why some of these people aren't transacting is because they, do, they don't know the answer to that question. If you can provide them the answer to that question, where am I going if I sell or whatever, uh, you can help them. But have the talking points. If you're on YouTube, have your calls to action potentially be near the beginning of the video. Hey guys, before we get started, make sure you like and subscribe and check out my other videos. Let's get right into it. Because if you look at your channel analytics, Oh, you know, if it's say it's a three minute video, you know, over time, the, the viewers go down, right? 90% are here, 60% are here, 40%, maybe your 35% make it to the end. So maybe you have your calls to action at the beginning uh, and make sure you have calls to action, especially the one that says like my video, because if you like the video on YouTube, that helps with the algorithm and puts your video in front of more people, the more people that like it. So it'll do that. But make sure you have your talking points. You can have a teleprompter app that you can use. I if you want to go professional, I work with a videographer. He has a teleprompter. But I would say this. The more video content you shoot, the easier it becomes and the easier it is for you to talk on video. Right. Think about how I'm going back and forth with you right now. 15 years ago, I couldn't do this. 12 years ago, I probably couldn't do this. Maybe like 
but I've done it so much shooting videos and talking about this stuff. It just comes naturally because I've shot so many videos and done it. So it's like anything else. You got to practice and do it, but also keep in mind, it's not, Hey, look, I shot one video. Where's all my leads. That's not what it is. Right. How come we don't have brand awareness? Well, it takes time. No, it makes sense. I think what you're hitting on for everybody is because I, I like to make things really simple. Is it like you're just talking about a repetitive task? Like if you don't do it on a regular basis, you're not going to get good at it. And I think the one thing that I'd like to debunk on social media is that you don't have one hit wonders. It's usually the people that have all these following is because they've been doing some type of value add to their uh, constituents for five plus years and they've kept it fresh and they've stayed on task with it. And some things you look at is like if you're constantly posting on a weekly basis or you're constantly looking at cadences of making sure that you're constantly putting out content. And I also think it's not all content's good content. So be somewhat intentional about what your message is and what are you known for? Because like if you're known for like community impact and you're talking about like assumable loans and how I get subject to, you might start losing some people because like right, right. you're not you're not you're not talking in the vein of like going back to your point of What's your value proposition? That's I, I as soon as you said that on this call, it's like this is going to be one of the best podcasts just because there's so much value in like what do you represent? What's your unique value offering? And if you stay in that lane, it creates authenticity, and then your energy around the topic becomes very more, very much more powerful in your tone and your presence in video. And I think that's the whole thing is that like don't take a shotgun approach. I'd rather take a long range rifle out and say this is what I'm known for. Go deep on it, and then all of a sudden people know in their head, it goes back to an old book in the 1990s that was written called Positioning. You're trying to position yourself as the subject matter expert in a certain particular level in real estate. And if you don't do that time over task, you never get known for the reputation of such. You bring up, you bring up really great points there. And you were talking about earlier about the production value. You were talking about where going where they are, right? I, a lot of times people are like, hey, gosh. And you mentioned, like, we're talking about Facebook, we're talking about TikTok, we're talking about Instagram, we're talking about YouTube, or all the other channels that are available. Forget that noise, pick one, right? Know what your audience is, right? Joe, you joke about Sun City or the villages or the different areas of where people are. That's the largest audience that there is on Facebook. Let's be, let's be real. So know who your consumers are and know where they're engaging, right? If we know that you know, the millennials are now obviously responding to DMs and utilizing Instagram and TikToks more, then you're going to want to kind of go towards that direction. Don't worry about being a master of all of them. Focus on one and make one a priority. No matter what it is, though, utilize the video. Yeah, I, I shot a video a while ago called how, how video is prospecting. It's reverse prospecting, right? It's people are discovering your videos, finding credibility in it, and then, of course, reaching out. So you're prospecting all the time. It's just sitting there prospecting for you, waiting for someone to find it, watch it, whatever. And then, I mean, I can't tell you how many times someone's called me and said, hey, look, I've watched like 12 of your videos in a row right and now they finally reached out right or i talked to a guy the other week he said he's been following me online since 2015. he finally called me and he says i have 10 title people at my company in michigan and i'm gonna talk to the owner see if we can run run you run them all through your coaching program all right i don't know this guy you know like my, my point i ran into a guy in las vegas once at one o'clock in the morning i was getting food he walks up to me and he goes are you wait are you the dc title getting guy? food vegas at I, one o'clock getting yeah. food i like what you did there gotcha <laughs> yeah. continue sorry yeah yes yes Yes. And uh, it was funny, but, you know, I was like, what? And he's like, hey, I follow you. I'm like, I work for a title company in California. You're, you're like, that's the guy on YouTube. But you never know who's watching. Don't ever assume no one wants to watch my stuff. That's not true. 
And you don't, and you don't, again, you don't need a million views. You just need the right views. And it only for a real estate agent, geez, it only takes one person to call you and say, "Hey, look, I'm you know I'm moving to the D.C. area. I mean, how we live in the, one of the most transient areas in the, in the country, right? Even the world, people move here from all over the world. Like, so it makes sense to have online content because people are searching for school districts or what's it like to live in Vienna or whatever, and they're looking you know, all the, the funny time. thing about that is when you start putting that out there and you do now i'm going to be clear to everybody huh? this is not complicated stuff and i'm saying hey reach out talk to somebody get outside your comfort zone but when you start looking even behind it it's highest level of information and seeing where they're watching it from is mind-blowing sometimes like you just assume okay i'm, I'm putting out something so therefore people in the dmv is going to be seeing my video people are looking at it from alaska or mexico or california or minnesota you don't know how the syndication, what's going to stream, what they were looking for, and what might just pop up for them. Hundred percent. That that's true. Yeah. I mean, I've I have coaching clients in Florida. I have one in Southern California. I have a girl in Tacoma, Washington. I have people in New Jersey. I have a guy in Massachusetts. That's literally all four corners of the country. They're, so let me ask this question, since you guys are experts in in, in seniors, how do, how do you maximize MySpace? Hey, I can honestly say MySpace. I never had a MySpace account. True story. Neither did I. I never did either. All right, I'll, I'll stop making jokes. But anyway, Maya. But no, I think it's good. I think what what else you got for as far as like what are the top things you provide to like real estate agents on marketing themselves? And you know, I think you've covered a lot of like um, steak and potatoes. Is there anything unique? Because I think one of the things that people are always asking me is like, I got the foundational stuff awesome. What is working now that probably hasn't worked in the past that is actually getting eyeballs due to just market shifts and just people's like you know, propensity of like new, new information that's actually getting them to actually hook you. Well, I mean, for ourselves personally, I mean, our, our mindset of what I do outside of, of course, the online stuff is super important is, you know, our agents need listings, right? They need listings. There's no homes for sale. So, you know, I, I, I talk to them a lot about the three, the three groups of people most likely to transact in the next 60 to 90 days, downsizing seniors, in, in, in school districts, okay? Mm-hmm. Langley High School, Marshall, right? You name it. Uh, we can pull all this data. I can tell you how old someone is, how long they've lived there, get you their phone number, get you their email address. So we help them on both ends. We can help them get target the right people. You wanna make calls, you wanna send out emails, you wanna invite them to an event. Hey, let's create a video messaging to the people, right? Uh, out-of-state absentee owners, okay? Condos and townhomes are tired of, the, uh, they live in a different state, not Virginia. They've owned it for a period of time, HOA, they're not getting that money back. They're tired of, of managing it from afar. We can get you those people. And then younger people that need to uh, sell their condo or townhome in like South Arlington or wherever, and they wanna buy a single family home. They wanna buy that senior citizen person's home, right? So, I mean, I, I read a stat that 7 million babies have been born in our country since 2022. They're all stuck in condos, these people that don't wanna be there. So, you know, helping them identify their target client and then help them create a targeted message for the target client, whether that's on video or a reel or whatever, or seminars face-to-face so that we help them with kind of all of it, not just, hey, we're a one-trick pony on social or on video, we're over here too, trying to help you get in front of the people you're trying to get in front of. Because that's part of it too. It's like, oh, I need more listings. Well, who's your ideal client? Oh, you know I'd really like to work with? Who, tell me. And then I'll tell them how I can get that information for them. Right, and then let's craft a message. What's that message look like? And where are you putting that message other than, the postcard, right? Get them off the postcard, get them on social, get them on your YouTube channel, get them onto a video, 
right? So they can get to know you. You're not going to get to know somebody to postcard. It's funny. I tell agents all the time. I'm like, where do you go to get information? Solve a problem, answer a question. Oh, YouTube, Google. Oh, you don't go to your mailbox? Well, no. <laughs> How much? But, I, but, but, but you tell me you send out direct mail every month to your farm. I do. How much money you spend on that? Oh, I spend this much. But you, but you don't respond to marketing that way? I don't. So, yeah. Explain to me how that makes sense. So, if we know, <laughs> so don't be creepy. One of my hashtag yeah. taglines, don't be creepy, and people will connect with you. No, Sorry, no, you're, Dave, you're, I apologize. That's, that's what I heard from me. Don't be creepy. So if we're saying, okay, get over yourself and take action, I think the other thing we're talking about is the consistency of the action and regularity of what to say and when to say it. So how do you talk to you to say, hey, how do you build a, how do you actually do a, build a plan and execute, execute, execute a plan for its implementation across whatever channel that you're on. We'll forgive your Philly yeah. education. Yeah. Anyway, that, go ahead. The education. Well, I mean, if you haven't posted on Instagram for a while or done any of that, do a reintroduction post, right? Hi, I'm Wade Vandermolen. This is a little bio about me. Right? Reintroduce yourself. Yeah, reintroduce yourself to your audience and then make a create a goal of I'm going to create, you know, you don't need to post every day. Don't do that. But you could post two or three times a week, right? I'm going to shoot X amount of stories. You know, I'm going to do a video with my favorite lender. I'm going to do a video with title. I'm going to do talk about all the things that the questions that people ask me on a regular basis. I'm going to write all those questions down and start answering them on videos, whether it's a reel or a YouTube video. So you don't need to like, what do I talk about? Like, think about what people already ask you about and then just answer the questions. Right. And put yourself out there, then push those videos out through email, through CRM to your database so they get to see it. Yeah. And it's not really difficult, but I mean, I mean, listen, any realtor is going to be like, hey, do you have a, a series of repetitive questions that people ask you? And you're going to be like, oh, my God. Yeah. How's the market? <laughs> right. Like, well, how is the market? What do you think? Right. And create a video about that. So if people wanted to get a hold of you and say, help me build a strategy, help me build a plan, help me build a social media calendar. How do they do that? Yeah, you can reach out to me. My email address is wade at pruitt-title.com. Pruitt's P-R-U-I-T-T-title.com. Uh, my website's dctitleguide.com. And my YouTube channel is just my name, Wade Vandermolen. So uh, you can hit me up at all those places. Send me an email. I'd love to meet with you and talk to you about what I can do to support you and, and you know help you create more, more success this year. Joe, you got anything else for, for Wade here before we let him go back out into the ether? No, I think it was really good. No, I, it, I think it's 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 a very simple process and it's a simple like way of executing from, from what Wade brought up today is like there's nothing that you can't do. It's just a matter of don't overthink it and put yourself on a schedule and follow that schedule on a regular basis. And if you put up enough value of like, I think the only thing I'd add to it is if you're on the other side of the content and you're actually like receiving as the viewer, is it valuable? I find a lot of times that people say like, well, I got a cold call and I don't know what to say. And I usually tell them it's because, you know, in, in deep down, whatever you're about to say is not valuable. So if you start with what is valuable to my client base or my audience, whatever, you never actually feel salesy because you know that, hey, whatever I'm sharing is going to be valuable to at least one person that listens. Hence, I know I'm not trying to sell. I'm actually trying to add value. And I think a lot of times in social media, you, you have to remember what is the value thing I'm adding, even if it's something small. Because then over time, it compounds and people are like, wow, there was 500 pieces of value on this person's social media content. They're knowledgeable, they're trustworthy, and they're authentic. Hence, I'll do business with them. And I think that's actually what you brought up throughout the whole thing, Wade, which I think is very insightful. Yeah, I would just say, I would just say lastly, you grow by getting uncomfortable. 
right? If you haven't done it, try it. You need to go talk to another agent in your office, shoot videos together. If you want to write a script, practice it. Like, but you, you grow by getting uncomfortable. All these agents in January, I'm going to do 50 deals this year. What did you do last year? 26. Okay. Well, how are you going to, wow, that's a pretty big jump. Like, well, you can't keep doing the same things to, to get to 50. You got to get uncomfortable. And this is part of that uncomfortable thing. And you just got to do it, be relevant. Well, awesome. Well, Wayne, we appreciate you join, joining us today. For those of you listening abroad or at home or in Alaska, right? It's not hard. It's simple. We make it hard. So get out of your own way. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to another episode of Entrepreneurial Impact. I'm Dave with Joe and Wade. We'll talk to you next week.